Welcome to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. It's the best as well as the rest. I got to tell you something. I um, My husband and I, were leaf blower people now. Leaf blower people in the winter. Yeah. You know those people that blow the snow away? Oh, They're I just do. like, get out of here. Oh, I do. And they're really loud and obnoxious. That's you. Yeah. Why? <laughs> what, what was the motivating decision for this? Because my deck gets super, super slippery, and the shovel just doesn't get down far enough to make it not slippery. So we thought maybe the leaf blower would do a different kind of technique. <laughs> um, but I would like to say that we didn't buy a gas-powered one. We got one that's electric, and it kind of just sounds like a loud hair dryer. Okay. So it's like intermediate. You're not as worse as the other leaf blower people. Exactly. But you're still pretty bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. I saw a video that you posted on social media. It didn't look like it was doing anything. Okay, well, I think that's because we got too much of a snow dump. But <laughs> it was its first try, and it just it needs one of those days where you're like, oh, just a little dusting mm. of snow. Yes, I'll blow this away. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. On your daily drive to and from work or any of your daily activities, do you have any of those tiny little, like, more enforced speed bumps or any of the elongated, um, much more gradual speed humps, I will call them, on your drive? No, strangely, um, my drive is so Highway 63 and one exit. I never see those. Okay, okay. I have three or four on Whoa. my drive home. The humps, the elongated. okay. Mm-hmm, the elongated <laughs> uh, humps. Uh, it's when you go into Parsons Creek. That it, They're all along like one of the main roads right there. Right. And now in winter, I've noticed, and I'm guilty of it, oh. um, when you get to... So I'll, I'll, I'll be going slow towards the, the speed hump, but then... Instead of going slow continually over it, I'll hit the gas a little bit. What? Um, to try and knock off the snow clunk in oh. in my wheel wells, and I want to know if that's normal. Is because uh, like I notice it as well because there's 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 lots of snow clumps around these speed humps. So other people are doing it, whether okay. intentionally like me or <laughs> not intentionally. But I just want to know if if other people are in the mix with this as well. They might be. I feel like though. I mean, you're doing the exact opposite of what the speed hump is for. If you're literally speeding up to go over top of it. Like, your car is probably like, ow, Sean, stop. See, I was thinking that as well, but another thing to take into account here is that they're not really all that humpy anymore because the snow has risen oh. and it's almost it's almost level now um, with how much the snow has risen on the actual road. So it's it's not, you know, I'm not really like I don't, I'm not a car guy, but I don't think I'm damaging my car all that much by, by just hitting the gas just a little bit and just knocking off some snow so I don't have to do that classic thing with your boot where you just kick all four. But the thing is, you've been telling me with your little slides on in the office that the boots that you wear every day outside are steel toe boots. Mm. So it's not like you're getting a sore toe if you kick mm. off your mud flap. I don't know, Sean. I think Stop this going is... against my excuses over oh, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. When I was in university, my friends and I sent a pair of pants back and forth between <laughs> each other. We were like, the... like the movie? Oh, yeah. We were the total sisterhood of the traveling pants. Ah, y'all. <laughs> but we had this thing where you had to leave like a surprise in the pocket for the next girl. 
And so it's pretty fun, right? Fun. Nice. Yeah. My friend Margot was on exchange in Belgium and she sent these pants to me. And I was so excited to check the pocket. She did not follow the rules and she left the most disgusting crumpled up Kleenex oh. in the pocket. I was I like, th- I screamed when I pulled it out and threw it away from myself. I was like, no. I thought she left like the most disgusting fart in the pants and they just stunk. Oh. I was like, no. Come on. Come on. Stinky pants. Come on, Margaret. Why do you have to do us like that? The travel hood of the pants. Gross. <laughs> I can't believe you took it there. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Steph, I'm just going to say you're lucky I'm here this morning and that I didn't call in sick. Why? Because I'm a ball of hurt <laughs> right now. Last night, uh, along with your husband, uh, we changed the winter tires on uh, my vehicle and your vehicle. Thank you very much. I appreciate you taking part. And I just haven't, I haven't, haven't bent down and just <laughs> yanked on tires in a long time. <laughs> At least a year. <laughs> <laughs> At least a year. Well, it's like a workout for you. So Ooh. you're just like sore the next day because you work muscles you don't usually work. And, yeah. Um, by the way, we've got a tire business going now. So if anybody in the office <laughs> needs their tires changed, uh, Sean needs another workout. Right? There we go. Side hustle for me as well. I do winter tires. Uh, but yeah, oh my goodness, my back. I am just like crumbling right now. And um, it's kind of a humbling experience because there's some tires. Sometimes when you change a tire, um, it just cooperates with you and everything goes right and everything. And you can just like loosen the lug nuts and the tire just like a good a good pull on it and it will come right off. And then you can just put the new one on. But then some other tires last night, <laughs> it, you, I had like these big steel toe boots on and stuff. I was just honking at it, just kicking the tire. Both your husband and I were like yanking on it. We had like a mallet that we were just like smashing it with. Would not come loose. And we were just like, why? Why was the first one so easy and this one so stubborn? So whose car was worse? Uh, yours. Oh, okay. Yours yeah. is definitely worse. But that's besides the point because we got her done. Oh, there was one There was one flub that I did. So I was on my fourth tire. I was on the very last one. I was tired. I was, like, under the vehicle. I was trying to find the metal spot to, like, jack the, the car up. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, this is where it was on the other side. And so I just, like, uh, I felt it. It felt metal. But it, I think I was feeling, like, ice or something. I don't know. Oh, I was no. tired. I was tired. And then I think it was plastic. <gasps> I gave it one like honk and it's like I was like oh dear oh of course on the last tire <laughs> I just I, I was just like I just wanted to get it over with and I just like okay well there, there's a hole in the bottom of my car oh. now in the plastic so uh, not at all as well but all is done and I got the winter tires car guy over there <laughs> mixed mornings with Steph and Sean I like to think I'm a pretty active person I like to get outside a lot I'm always okay. like E-biking. And you're very, thing. you're very active. I would say. I'll, I'll back that up. I'll vouch hey, for you, John. Um, so when the first snowfall happened, I was like, you know what? It's time for snowshoes. Very cool. Yeah. You know what you don't remember about snowshoes? It's like full body workout. Yeah. Like you <laughs> yeah. are trudging through snow. High knees. High knees. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, why am I so tired? Like I haven't like stopped being active and I was biking all summer and I was kayaking and then I started to think about like what e-biking entails (laughs) (laughs) and like yeah your legs are moving but somebody else is doing the work for you and like paddling 
that was my arms. <laughs> yeah. and a lot of times I was going down a river. Yeah. 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 The stream <laughs> was pushing you. With the same blow. Yeah. So I was like, man, maybe my winter is when I like actually build up the active stamina and just like, not that outside enjoying the scenery stamina. You know? I think you just invented a new type of active. You're lazy active. Yes. You got the stream right. pushing you down the, the, the river. You got the e bike just pushing you along the way. You probably think like driving a car is like a, a little workout for like your wrists too when you're turning the wheel. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Okay, I'm about to sound like my father here and probably my father's father. But uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, I'm about to do some old man rant about Uh-oh, now. Oh, Sean. Okay, I'm ready. Give uh, it to me. Okay, pop it down if you're listening. Sorry if this is not you, but this is what it reminds me of. Um, new cars these days are just getting way too advanced. And uh, like you've seen everything about like the Teslas and stuff, how they drive themselves. That scares the crap out of me. Yeah, and some like parallel park themselves. Some tell you if there's like something in your blind spot with a light on your mirror. Yeah. It's too much for you. The parallel parking thing creeps me out. I'm like, oh, please don't hit anything kind of thing. Just let me do it. Um, <laughs> I've, the- I've realized I've got a brain. <laughs> <laughs> the the thing in the mirrors I, I'm fine with. But just uh, last week I was driving my, my girlfriend's car. She has a, a 2018 Volkswagen. Ooh. So it's a 2018. It's not incredibly new, but it's still new. And this thing on the highway has this thing called lane assist where okay. it like i think it recognizes like the lines in the lane and it it adjusts when you're going around like like slight bends on the highway Whoa. and stuff it will just help you turn the mm. wheel and so i was this is my first time like driving this bad boy and i was just kind of experimenting with it i was like do you know that your car does this and she's like no i was like oh cuz i'm on the highway i was just kind of like lightly hanging onto the wheel, just like highway driving. Yeah. And then there'd just be a slight bend. And before I would start turning the wheel, all of a sudden it would start to shift. And I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> so then I like tested it out when like no cars were around me, nothing was going on. I slowed down a little bit. And when I was going around a bend, I just like let my hands off the wheel. And it just, it did the whole turn for me. Wow. That is an advanced car. It scared the crap. But then uh, a notification comes up on the dash. and It's like, please grab hold of the wheel again. (laughs) Please wake up. Please actually go back to using your brain. We can't do this forever. We're getting tired here. I was like, how did you know? How did you know it wasn't? We probably had sensors in the wheel or whatever. And then the other thing that creeped me out about the new car is uh, her cruise control. It, it could automatically detect in front of me that there was like a vehicle and it would automatically slow down. Huh. And so when I want to pass a vehicle is different than the perception of the computer in the Volkswagen of when they think I should pass. So the Volkswagen, I think it was, it was maybe like three car lengths when it started to slow down. Like, hey, you're either pass or we're going to slow down because you're going to hit this person. Whereas I might be like two and a half. So it wasn't too much of a difference, but I'd be like, oh, why am I going so slow behind this vehicle? Say I had my crew set at 120. Yeah. I mean, I would never speed. I had that 110. Right, right. Uh, I'd have my crew set at 110. And um, also I'd be going like 100. And... I was just like, what? Why am I going? Oh, I was like, oh, because this smart car slowed me down. And now 
I would I would move over to the other lane and it would automatically go back up to my cruise oh, of 110. I don't like that. I was like, like, can I just have control? Yeah, I don't want to trust a car like that. <laughs> yeah, so um, shaking my fist. I'm the old <laughs> man now. Technology these days. How do you use Facebook? Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. I've been known to brag about how good my airline experiences have been. In the summer, I booked flights. Everybody was on hold for like 20 hours at a time. And I was just like, yeah, my flights got changed by two minutes. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then I booked my flights home for Christmas in September. And I have had like nothing but problems, but really good call center employees that have helped me really well. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You're just getting through swiftly and everything. Yeah. And like just fixed it right up, made it better, all good to go. Until yesterday. Oh, no, it happened. It happened. I called. They said, would you like service in English or French? I said English. I typed in the last four digits of my itinerary. Things should have been fine. Yeah. An hour and a half later, after listening to all that elevator music, yep. a lady came on the phone and she said that I called the American call center instead of the Canadian one. And I said, I absolutely did not. You asked me if I wanted service in English or French. <laughs> Just waited an hour and a half. No, I did not. And she was like, oh, we must have a problem with our, our call lines. And I was like, okay, well then transfer me to the Canadian one. You clearly have transferred me to American. So you can do it. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. <laughs> like somebody needs to help me here. And she said, no, I can't help you. And then you know what she did? She hung up. Oh, you should start ripping her in French. You just start ripping some French words. <laughs> if I could, but yeah. no, I'm not that kind of caller. I'm a nice, nice caller. So I was like, you know what? Took an hour and a half of my day. I guess I'll give it another hour and a half. And I called back. You <laughs> <laughs> I sat on hold again and I said, I'd like service in English, please. And then I was scrolling on my phone while I was like, had it on speaker quietly elevator As music. you always do. Like you get bored. You yeah. gotta do stuff. And then I got bored of scrolling on my phone. So I pressed the lock button. Guess what that lock button also does? It hangs, no. it hangs up the phone, Sean. Okay, it's third time a charm, or you're like, we're just going to try again tomorrow? We're trying again today. <laughs> I, I had to take a break. I was so upset. I was like, I have given way too much of... Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. A first for me yesterday when I was grabbing the mail, I had official piece of mail from none other than the car dealership that I deal with, Hyundai. Ooh, what are they telling you? Yeah, I got a, I got a recall for the very first time in my life. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was like an upgrade, like a phone. Like, you're due for an upgrade. You got a new car. <laughs> Dealerships do that? I hope. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, what, what's wrong with your car? This is worse mail. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I always like, I, you always see them on social media like, oh, 100,000 cars are being recalled because uh, so-and-so happening. But uh, yeah, it's for a bunch of like Elantras and Tucsons and Sonatas. So just a heads up. If anyone has those vehicles from like 2014 to 2017, well, uh, you're probably going to need to check your mail uh, because they say uh, they need to perform a software update to protect my engine from excessive connecting rod bearing damage. Uh, free of charge, and they're going to make an update to my computer software in the ECU, the engine control unit. Wow. I mean, I know like cars have had computers for a while, but I don't think I've ever heard of it as called software. Like, you got to update your software. you got to restart your computer. Are you making <laughs> my car sexy right now? <laughs> like, ooh, your software needs upgrading. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> So yesterday I just got my very first uh, vehicle recall. I need to fix something in my engine or something. Not the big deal. It's just the engine. <laughs> just the engine. Yeah. I've, this is my first time ever having a recall. You were mentioning that you had 
a recall before and it had to do with the airbag. Yeah. So I got a recall notice that said that they had accidentally maybe had some concrete fragments in the airbag so that when it exploded, it hit you in the face, not just with the air, but concrete. Um, yeah, exactly. It was like, well, that's a cinder block running through your <laughs> wheel here. Can you imagine meant to protect you? Instead, it takes out your nose. No. Uh, <laughs> and you got a great nose over there. You're so kind. So kind. <laughs> so we went in, got it fixed. All good. Sold that car. Well, we buy the same brand. And of course, this one, too, has no. the same airbag recall. So we take that one in, get it fixed. And the dealership says, like, oh, sorry, um, your airbag light didn't go off. So you actually need a new spring for your airbag. But we don't have the part. And it's, you have to take your car apart again. So um, it's going to cost 1500 bucks. And I was like... I'm dumbfounded right now. Like, I'm just like a shocked face. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I don't want to be shocked in the face with concrete, but I also don't want to pay $1,500 for my 17-year-old car oh. to have an airbag again. Okay. Well, I was feeling good about my recall, but now I'm a little scared to take it in. What if they find things that are wrong? They're just like, sorry, well, the recall's for this, but uh, that's broken, and we, we don't care about that. A whole new engine, Sean. Oh, my oh. goodness. Sorry. We should not speak this into that's existence. That's right. No, no, no. It's going to be great. Somebody knock on wood. Cross your fingers for us. It's going to be great. <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. So lately, yesterday, you might have heard a new voice on the radio if you tuned into some afternoon newscasts. And that's because we have a brand new news director to mix into Harvard. I want to introduce y'all to... Adam Ophis. Hey, well, thank you for welcoming me. And uh, my first time also in Fort McMurray. My first time here in the city was the the drive up in the moving truck. So, and it seems to be pretty commonplace. I don't know, like anyone I talk to, it seems to be there. A lot of first timers in mm -hmm. Fort Mac. Oh, for sure. Especially when you move here. My first time moving here, I moved from Toronto, drove 40 hours across the country, mm. and then oh. <laughs> got here, started work the next day. Sean started work 12 hours after he pulled into to <laughs> <Wow>. town. <laughs> But Fort McMurray is a wonderful place, and it's gonna it's gonna probably suck you in and keep you here. I'm into my sixth year now in Fort McMurray because it's just been so great. I've heard so many good things, and it's funny actually. Even during the interview for this job, that was one of the questions that I was asked. Like we got through all you know all the standards, you know, like and you know that of course that that question everybody hates. What what would you like to get paid? And it's like wow. Yeah, yeah, that's always a fun one. But can you do a million dollars? I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. one of the questions that was asked was, um, well, how do you feel about Fort McMurray, really? And that was that was one of the questions. And I was like, well, I, 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 I don't know. But so far, I mean, for the week and a half I've been here, I'm loving it so far. Yeah. Take us through your trial. Like, where, where have you been? So where were you working before? Where have you been before? What's your trial? How did you get here? The whole the whole journey. Oh, the journey. That's that's a long story. We might not have time because I'm kind of old Ugh. in the industry. <laughs> and uh, no, I started right out of high school. I joined the military. So I, I went to St. John's to do my training there. And then after I got out of that, I, like most Albertans, worked in the oil field. Uh, as far north I went, though, was Wainwright. And then uh, I worked in the coal industry for a while. And then, you know, coal was taking a trip down south. And I was like, well, maybe coal's not the best place to retire right now. Yeah. So I uh, sold everything. Uh, my wife and I, we moved to Calgary. I went to school for radio because, you know, that's... So much money. That's where the money's at. I mean, <laughs> oil and, and then, you know, coal. And I went to radio. So incredible. That, it was a natural step from there. And I then, uh, then yeah, and then came to... Uh, 
And now I'm here. There we go. Well, welcome to Fort McMurray. And I have to give a little bit of a complaint to you, Adam, because oh. I think you arrived last Tuesday, right? I did. Yeah. So then Wednesday was like this giant snowfall, our first snowfall of the yeah. year. Yeah. And then you've been here a week. And then yesterday we get like the biggest snowfall we've had in years and years. And I think it's your fault. I, I, You brought it. I wasn't sure what was going on because I moved up and I was like, wow, we locked out on winter, November. There's like no <laughs> snow. I was like, this is great. I don't know what people are complaining about. There's like, it's, it's nice here. It's not cold. There's no snow. Fort McMurray's great. Yeah. Next day. Largest dump, and uh, it's like, okay, here it is. Here's the Fort McMurray I heard, heard about. There we go. Breaking news. Adam brought the snow. Blame <laughs> yeah. new guy Adam for all of the snow. But be nice to him if he mispronounces anything, if he calls the Snia River, all of that jazz. Cool. And if you have any advice for Adam, because it is his first winter in Fort McMurray, uh, give us a call. 780-791-1037. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Well, thanks for having me on. Mixed Mornings with Steph and Sean. I became a Mac user back in 2006, and I did it because um, Apple was supposed to have like the easiest things. Like, you don't need drivers for your printer, just plug it in and it'll work. They were like the be-all, end-all of easy. And then they started to get more and more popular, and then they made these iPhones. Mm, yeah. And then all of a sudden they were like, never mind being easy, we'll make our own plugs yeah. that only plug into this, where, you know, Android phones, they all have the same plug no matter what brand you buy. Then they started making their glass really hard to figure yes. out on the phones, and they have like specific things that only work for them. Yes, absolutely. And then you got to take your phone into the Apple Store only to a Genius Bar to get it fixed. The only place you can do it. Anywhere else, warranty done. Yeah, exactly. So frustrating. So now Apple has come out and said, like, "Hey, we're the good guys again. <laughs> we're gonna let you fix your own phones. So we're gonna start with screens." And cameras, you'll be able to do that. Now I'm like, okay, my husband like ordered a screen from somewhere for $7 and then went and bought a $40 screwdriver set with 40 screwdrivers that he only <laughs> needed one of them for to change the screen himself one yeah, time. Yeah. How is this going to work, Apple? Because is everybody going to now have to go buy that $40 screwdriver set? Oh, no. No. You can also now starting in 2022, buy tools from Apple that fit with your phone. See, this is the same thing with the dongle, right? It was just like, hey, we took away the headphone jack, but now just buy this little inch dongle the size of your pinky that you can lose <laughs> in a matter of seconds. That's $40, and you can listen to your music through headphones again. Yeah. Aren't we so nice? We made this specific product <laughs> just for you that you absolutely need. It's like the same thing. I feel like they're going to make special screws and specific screwdrivers that even if you own that $40 set already from the time you fixed your screen years ago, not going to work. They're going to be like, we've made a special screw head. And look, it goes the wrong way. Oh, we are on the case. We are, call us Scooby-Doo because we and the crew, I'm Shaggy, you're Scooby. We're figuring this case out. What? <laughs> Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Yesterday I came into work and I noticed these giant baffin boots by the back door. And I thought maybe our new guy, Adam, uh, had decided to show up at 430 in the morning. I was like, okay, this guy like means business. He brings these giant boots with him. Wonder what he has on his feet. Then he was nowhere to be found. And there you were walking around the office with <laughs> socks and sandals on. Uh, I'm not even going to be like afraid to admit this, of course. You wear the big winter boots when you drive to work. And then I'm not going to wear them around the office. And I just change into some flip-flops. Okay, okay, yeah. So you're wearing them again today. I am like the complete opposite. I don't have office shoes. I'm like, 
I literally planned my outfit with the boots I'm going to wear. <laughs> so it would completely ruin the aesthetic if I got here and was like, all right, time to put my flip flops on. Yeah, no, it's just uh, it's a way of life, I guess. And I, I'm going to wear it again tomorrow and the next day <laughs> and then next week and next month. I don't know. I just love I love having a pair of comfy indoor shoes for in the office when I'm just doing like office work. Now, if we were have to go to like an event or anything of that nature, I would bring some nice shoes. I wouldn't bring the big <laughs> clunking boots around. <laughs> but more often than not, it's, just, it's if it's like this outside where it snows like two feet, I'm gonna be wearing the steel toe bath and boots and the office shoes. Now, do you think though, like you're aging yourself with putting socks with sandals? Like this is kind of like a, a <laughs> like known dad thing to do. Middle-aged man walking around with socks and sandals. Like luckily you didn't tuck them into your track pants, but I mean <laughs> I, the tomorrow. winter is young. <laughs> <laughs> you're giving me ideas now. No, I've always valued comfort over everything. So I was just like, all right, feet are warm. Toes are warm. The feet are comfy inside these slides right now. I'm feeling good. People can look at me, however. Mixed mornings with Steph and Sean. Learned a new word over the weekend, Sean, and I think you have no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, Mike. Okay, whatever. Sure. Just beat me down my first day back. Okay, well, here is the word. Scurry funge. Scurry. Okay, you were right. I'm sorry. You were right. I have no clue what that means. It sounds like something scurry funge. Scurry funge sounds like something pirates get sick with when they're out to sea too long. Okay, kind of like scurvy, scurvy. but like a, another round of it. Yeah, a different, a different disease, like okay. a different fungi, a little scurry funge. <laughs> Whoa, right. James, what are you doing over there? Oh, you got the scurry funge. Oh, sounds, okay, like so seasick maybe there. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay, um, well, I guess it's time to um... level up your lexicon. All right, we're going to level up your lexicon, Sean. Scurry funge is when you scurry around the house quickly, tidying up. Oh, okay. Can't wait to use that in my real everyday life. Well, you'll be like, oh, man, I really had to scurry funge. My girlfriend decided to surprise me, and she told me when she was at the light <laughs> that she was turning onto my street. You know, so you were like, oh, gosh, I better sweep before she sees how I haven't swept since the last time she was here. Or... How did you come about this? <laughs> Where are you reading these things? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I talked to your girlfriend. I'm not sure. But like... All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you out here, John. This I appreciate it. Real word. You could actually start using it in conversation with her. Like, don't surprise yeah. me because you'll have you'll make me have to scurry funge. Oh, man. She is going to be so impressed with me when I see her next. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I aim to please here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. For more episodes, subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify, or where all great podcasts are found.